Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode number 222. Today, we're going to be looking at the professional development funnel, a topic that we've discussed maybe once or twice on the show over the last 222 episodes. But recently in our Instructional Coaches Network, the topic came up again. How do we leverage our faculty meetings? And how do we get into the classroom? And what's the relationship? And if you're out there saying, okay, this is my topic, I'm trying to figure out how to get into the classrooms more, trying to figure out what is the use of a department meeting versus a one-to-one, we've got a great show today and we're going to be talking all around this. And with me as always is Sue Vincent. Sue, how are you today? Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach. I am great, but you know, it's that time in the fall where we're kind of having that fall slide. So, you know, I want to hear something good, Jeff. Tell me something good that's happening in your uh, area. I am so excited because uh, last week I started a new coaching position in my same school, but I was uh, recently transferred from one school to the next and Sue, I got to tell you, you know, I, I I'm having fun. That's uh, awesome. Brand new school. I have an amazing team of instructional coaches. I have a, a, a literacy coach, a STEM coach, a math coach, a character education coach. Um, wow. They are a well-oiled family. I, I don't even want to say machine. They're a family. And my role right now is to get into this family and prove myself. And so- I love that. So I bet you're feeling like one of these new coaches that we keep um, trying to teach out there. Some of our listeners out there, I bet you're feeling uh, like you're in their shoes these days. You know, last Monday I did my first faculty meeting and I even said to the principal several times how nervous I was and how much I do feel like a new coach. Um, you know, I, I'm having fun. I believe this building is using me and, and really that's why or I should even say that's another reason why we're doing this topic because I knew a month ago, let's say that I was going to be shifting buildings, but with all of the other work that I do at school, um, it, it wouldn't have been appropriate just to walk into the new building and say, Hey, here's here I am. Let's have some fun. And I wanted to make sure we were doing things the right way. And if you are out there listening to this and you have any questions on this topic, please do me a favor. Reach on out to us over at askthetechcoach.com. Uh, you can go to onto Twitter and find us at askthetechcoach. Or you know what? If you're in our instructional coaches group, which you can find more information about over at askthetechcoach.com, um, we would love to hear you. We would love to have you as part of our group. We have over 1,100 coaches in the group right now, and uh, we are looking forward to growing this thing one coach at a time. Now, Sue, 
I love where I am. I'm just going to say it. And I know, I, I don't know if people listen to this, but I I'm having a good time with this. And the point is we set this position up for success. And I want to talk a little bit about that today, because I know you, in, in your position, you have a chance to work with teachers in the classroom. You have a chance to work with, with people, you know, one-to-one, large group, small group. Um, yes. Before I dive into what's, what's been happening here, tell us a little bit about how you have your school set up. Um, you're in multiple buildings. You've got multiple leaders. I'm assuming you also have the opportunity to do large group, small group. How how is all of that set up in your buildings? Yeah, so um, my title is actually K through 12 technology integration specialist, mouthful. And then I have a coworker who mainly focuses on middle school and high school. And then I tend to lean toward the elementary, but we do have three different campuses. And within those campuses is an elementary and a middle and a high school. Um, We're a private school system. but we do things a lot like public schools do. So yes, I have the opportunity to speak at faculty meetings, run after school PDs at various time or in-service day PD sessions. So I have a wide variety of different groups at different times um, and different grade levels and content areas. So it just varies kind of with what's going on and throughout the year. But the main focus is probably a lot of the emphasis that we're going to put on today's conversation, which is um, the coach and the faculty meeting and getting that one-on-one collaboration time in the classroom and how those can kind of build off of each other. And, and really what it comes down to, Sue, and and been thinking about this a lot, trust, right? It's yes. communication and it's trust. One of the first things that I had this conversation with my administrators, principal and vice principal was, you know, I need a month, right? There's still some things that I'm wrapping up in my position. I kind of run all around the district with my hair on fire and it's all cool stuff like that. But um, I said, look, I, I, I need to be able to set this up. I need to be able to make sure that we're doing this the right way. And, and, and we've talked about this on this show several times. And it was kind of neat because we were actually allowed to do this. And and what I mean by doing this and setting this up is we wanted to make sure that when the position was introduced to the building, it was as successful as it possibly could be. And for many coaches, you know, they walk in the first day and the principal or somebody else walks them around the building and, hi, this is Sue. She's our coach. And whatever the teacher thinks of the word coach, that's suddenly what they think of you at. Or the teachers also got their hairs on fire and they're in the middle of teaching first grade or fourth grade or eighth grade or whatever it is. And you pop in for three seconds and say hi and they go, thanks. And then they go back to their crazy life. Right. 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 And we wanted to make sure that that wasn't going to happen. So, we decided to wait and a let me finish off some of the things I needed to finish off in, in, in my uh, you know other parts of my day, but also create an environment where you had nothing else to do but be successful. And so I asked the principal because it always comes back to goals, right? We talk about this a Absolutely. lot. Absolutely, building goals. What are your goals? Our role. You've heard me say this once or twice, honk your horns. Our job as instructional coaches is to help the principal meet their goals, help the teachers, help their students meet the standards 
through math, through technology, through STEM, through digital learning, right? All those different things. But my question to the principal was, what are your goals? What are the things that you're asking your teachers to work with? And I knew um, already what some of the answers were. You know, there's a, there's a heavy MLL population or ESL population, whatever acronym you want to use. And we also, of course, being elementary school, we have a lot of kids who are learning how to read. There was no way that I wasn't going to be doing a demonstration that didn't involve everybody. How many times have you been to a faculty meeting where it's clearly it's for the grade level teachers or, you know, you're, you're, you're the ones everybody needs to know how to do this. So we set up a demonstration. I showed off some features of PowerPoint using presenter coach and PowerPoint live and a whole bunch of other things. But we did a script, you know, Mm -hmm. dear principal, please say this. Please set me up. And, you know, the whole thing was here's our coach. We've we've already worked together. Right. That's my checkoff that says, you know, principal approved. Right. Absolutely. And he's awesome in so many words. And we're excited to have him. He's going to be here. Take it away. Basic. Just I trust this person. They're wonderful. Go. Right. Which is so much different than saying Sue's going to be our new tech coach. Next. Yeah. Doesn't work. Right. Doesn't work. Right. So. The setup was, this is what we want to be focusing on. He's the new guy. I saw him before. He's awesome. Run with it. And I did my thing. And I I didn't just do my thing. I brought backup. I had my instructional coaching family get together. And they supported me. And they did it with me. And we all understood our parts and how to play. And they did their thing. And it was wonderful couldn't ask for anything better absolutely wonderful and at the end um i already had an email set up and i said at the end you know now that we're done what do you need and i purposely made the faculty meeting set up in a way where i was doing the base level here's the 101 because you know that they're going to have 201 301 401 questions And as those questions came in, what do you say? You say, I'm happy to help you out. When can I come and see you? I have an answer for that. But you know, it's really difficult to do this in a large group. Oh, I understand. When can I see you? Yes, that is perfect. And And I even mentioned things like, and by the way, how many of you have this board on this, you know, the the TV board on on the wall? Of course they all did. I'm an expert at that too. Oh my goodness. Right. And we left it there. Leave them wanting more. We were finished. Five people came up and said, can you solve this problem on the board? And that was great. And of course, so they left happy. I showed them a few things. And today, second, you know, day number two, I had a line of teachers at my desk asking questions, signing me up. Three o'clock in the afternoon, I sent out my email saying thank you purposely in the afternoon. I didn't do it first thing. Let the teachers go through a full day. Now they get the email that says, I'm going to be in your room. And so um, as we're recording this, it's Tuesday. And so tomorrow being Wednesday, I'm going to run the school. And and everybody knows me and everybody knows that the, the, the session was great. Jeff's an awesome dude. And that's 
what I hope for every coach using a faculty meeting to trigger what's going to happen after it. I mean, I'm it, having feels, fun. it always feels so good when things just go like that and works the way that we discuss the way that we think they should, it just feels so good. And, and you uh, made a phrase there when you were talking about your meeting and you, you left them wanting more. And it makes me think of a phrase that um, one of our administrators use. He's our, uses, he's our head of schools and, um, he, and this is a new position for him this year, and he's encouraging us all as we go out and do our coaching cycles, make them want what they need. Yeah. And, you know, you don't have to tell them this is what they need. Make them want it. Make them want what they need. It, we, we're primarily in Google, and I knew walking in I was going to show them a Microsoft thing. So, number one, why? <laughs> well, the answer is because they need this. Right. They, they have students in their classrooms that don't speak English mm -hmm. by using this tool. They're going to be able to better communicate with their students and their parents. You gave them an authentic purpose for it. I gave them an authentic purpose for it. And not only did I do that, I followed it up with and I'll be in your classrooms to support you on this. I gave them the, the call to action. Call me. Use my form. Email me. The door is always open. And I even did a couple nasty and dirty tricks. Um, my office is upstairs. I have a door that, that can close, but purposely all day, I had the door open, even when I wasn't in the building. Uh -huh. And uh, yesterday and today, I, I designed my office. I put some Lego up and I put a poster up. I made it look all welcoming and homey. So that way, as people are walking through the hallways, they can go, oh, what is that? Mm -hmm. So I'm starting the visual commercial at the same time. Right. So you have the he's a cool dude and it's here. So how do we do this? Right. We first need to make sure as coaches that we are understanding that there's really three types of professional development. There's three types of building based professional development, large group, medium group and small group. Right. Your large group is your faculty meetings. Your medium group yeah. is your department meetings grade level meetings, you know, a group of teachers with like concepts. And then your small group is those one-to-one -one planning sessions or, you know, one to two, one to three, you know, right. in other words, not the meetings. I'll call those the planning sessions. Yeah, right. That's and, and, and so let's kind of pull in all of that stuff, right? Because each of these has to be a funnel. Uh, let's break that down. Actually. I don't know if everybody knows that. Do you, Sue, are you familiar with funnels? Yes. <laughs> I look at a funnel and I, I started going into funnels a long time ago, I guess now when I was starting to really get into email marketing and essentially a funnel is like an inverted pyramid or could be a regular looking pyramid where you have, you start people on their journey. And then as soon as they get to step one, you leave them wanting step two. As soon as they get to step two, they want to, you know, so think about it, a, a traditional marketing funnel. You go to a website, you buy something. And before you get to the checkout, they say, would you like the add-on? And then you get the add-on. Okay. Well, would you like the variation of the add-on? And you just keep them wanting more and wanting more and wanting more. And the whole idea is to get them in to ask you to come into your classroom. Now, I know that I can walk into any classroom. You can walk into any classroom. But the key is having them invite you. Exactly. And that's where, as a new, I mean, I remember 
you know, after spending several years in one district and moving to the school system I'm in now, that very first day, um, my the person I was replacing hadn't left yet, and we were together doing a Google boot camp, and it was to a large group, and that was their first time they laid eyes on me. So, you know, I had to get up there, show them what I know, make them trust me, make them want more Google training. And sure enough, as the weeks went by, as I developed the trust and relationship, I was more and more invited into their classroom and then trusted from there to now. And it's all about making sure that you're providing the value. I bet you, if I was to ask, they weren't looking for Google training but they were interested in how it could help them solve their needs. Yes. I don't know of a teacher out there that's going to run into any, uh, any coach's office and say, please train me on Google spreadsheets. But if you said, Sue, do you need to collect data? Yes. Yes. I have an answer for that. You're going to find that suddenly you're doing data meetings, right? You're, you're trying to do all of those different things. So, um, let's take a little bit about this, right? So how, how does this funnel work, right? And, and I kind of described it a little bit, but basically the funnel worked before the PD session started, right? Meeting with your principal, right? And the principal says, why don't you introduce yourself over here at this faculty meeting to everybody? Great, game on. Here's how we're gonna put all this stuff together, right? Here's, here's, your, here's your script. Here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what you're gonna say to follow it up at the end. We're going to make a nice little sandwich. Go, right? Figuring it out, what it's going to look like. Getting the coaches involved, right? I, I, I couldn't have been successful being alone without the coaches. Like all the teachers knew the coaches. I'm the new guy. And you were able to present yourself and them as a team together with you. And those teachers are going to see you as a what a united front there. Exactly. And, and, and I want them, and we've talked about this a lot. I want us to be a team together. I, you know, when, when, when we're doing math, I want it to be math with digital learning. When we're Absolutely. doing science, I want it to be science with digital learning. If you're, if you're doing a STEM thing, I want to show them how to make the spreadsheet to collect the data. If you're doing a spreadsheet on your own, I want to show you how to make it into a graph, right? Like we're a team, we're a family. And like I said, I'm going to be working very hard to get into this family. But knowing all these people, right, you also in this funnel have the role of your generals. Now, I don't know my generals. My, my coaches do, they, they, you know, those first followers. Yes. But figuring out very quickly who's going to be on your side and who's in the back with their arms crossed, right? Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of times you can see that just like you said, just by looking with your eyes when you're doing that very first presentation. Absolutely. And, 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 and making your intro speech, I made it very, very interactive. Lots of hand raising, lots of thumbs up and thumbs down. Really, really interactive. Mostly because I was looking around and scanning the room to see who was there and who was looking on their phone and all those different things, right? Yes. Um, knowing what your principal's role is after the PD, right? Because if the principal doesn't get up at the end and say, Sue's the person, we're going to follow Sue's drum. Here's how the beat goes you're going to leave that faculty, any faculty. It doesn't even have to be your first faculty meeting. It could be three months from now. Right. You're going to leave that and go, okay, I did it. Now what? You should never leave a faculty meeting saying, now what? You should always leave the faculty meeting with follow-up. Hey, yeah. 
thanks for being awesome. I had fun. Hope you did too. I will be seeing you next week <laughs> on this. Like it like should never be. Thanks for yesterday. When would you like me to come and see you? Don't You've already lost. Yes. And that's where you, you need to get your principal involved, right? If I'm going to come in next Monday to do the, to do the faculty meeting, when is the grade level meeting that I'm going to break this down? Right. How are we going to take all this? Cause when we're looking at the funnel, the faculty meeting is a commercial, right? My, 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 my PD session this week was nothing more than a commercial for me, a commercial for the topic, a commercial for, Hey, are you going to come with me or do I have to come and get you? Now that we're going to get these little, you know, the one-to-ones and the, you know, the, 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 the grade levels, like I had an impromptu grade level meeting in the hallway. Like just, they kind of attacked me and said, we need help. That is awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Almost 12 years or so of doing coaching. Never had that. Um, but it really is awesome when you can actually take this concept and move it down. I got to be honest. There's a few things that I think every coach needs to be thinking about. Number one, you need to work with your principal. Like you, you just can't make a funnel on your own. You need to work with your principal. It's no different than like email marketing. Not, not all email marketing companies are made different or made the same. Some run different things, right? You need to have your meeting date set up with the principals before the PD sessions. You need to have your follow-up resources. The email that was sent out that, you know, yesterday or today for me, um, thanks for being here. Here's two videos clear as day of how to use this. In other words, they don't even need to call me, but since I'm better than a video, when can I come and find you? Exactly. Right. So the ones that just want to watch a video, great. I've helped. I've scratched their need. Awesome. Thanks. I'll find something else. I'm trying to right now find those people that are on that scale of, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. Oh my goodness, you're here. I need, I need, I need, I need, right? Right, right. So I'm trying to find those first feeders, those first followers and making sure that you follow up. If you say to them, I'll be in your rooms and you don't, or they don't see you, that's the next key. Yeah, that's making where you're going to lose credibility. You're going to lose credibility with them, right? Or the principal's going to say, did you see all of them? You're going to go, I uh, no. Right. So I have a checklist, right? Did I hit every single person for at least five to 10 minutes? And that's what I'm working on as we go through the next little bit. Right. And, and having fun. Right. And so now, now that you're going to be walking in the classrooms, the next step is when, what, is there a meeting that I can crash? Right. Is there a time that I can come in and say, hi, you know, find you in your prep or your lunch period. So, you know, some kind of get that process flowing. But at the same time, hey, when's the next faculty meeting? Can I have five minutes instead of 45, right? Can I, can I keep the FaceTime going for five minutes, uh, you know, whatever? So I just wanted to kind of do this show because I'm excited. And I do think it's important that faculty meetings have a purpose. And that purpose is not just to waste time on a Monday. Absolutely. Very much. And these types of things, just professional development, quick uh, wetting their appetite things are perfect for that. Absolutely. 
My question to you, Sue, what happens if you're in a position where this isn't possible? Right, because that's going to be the question that are that's on people's minds as they're listening to this show. Someone's going to say, "I don't have a principal that sounds to be that awesome. I don't have the situation where I can do faculty meetings. I'm in 800 buildings. I can't do a faculty meeting and then follow it up with I'll see you tomorrow because I'm in nine million places at once. How do you support yourself? How can you use this funnel concept?" if you don't have all the supports and structures put together? What do you think? Yeah, that's a hard one. And, you know, and just in a situation like that, I think, what would I do? Thankfully, I'm not in that situation. But I mean, I think we're talking about finding those generals earlier, you know, find one person. If that's all you can find, find that person and ask them how you can help them be more productive. And, you know, there's a whole question we're talking about on the uh, coaches network that we may discuss in another episode of maybe instead of going and saying, how can I help you is, you know, how can I support you? What can I do to make your life easier? I mean, if you have to go cover a class for 10 minutes, go do that. Just do some kind type gestures just to get yourself out there. And if the principal isn't supporting you, then you just try to do your thing the best you can by, you know, gathering those generals in the classrooms themselves. Go straight to the source. Next week on episode 223, we're going to be talking all about tech coach pickup lines. Those <laughs> things that you say, and I got to tell you, I was, I was laughing at this one today <laughs> because we were, we've been planning this topic for the last couple of days, but here I am in my new position going, I don't want to ask them, how can I help you? Right. So I've actually been going into this list in our coaches network and I've been pulling out a couple of good ones and we're going to talk all about them next week. We've even got a blog post that's got a few things in there and putting together a whole Canva dashboard on it. But having these pickup lines of, you know, what itch do you need to be scratching? That eh, doesn't really make sense on that. But but, you know, what what's troubling you? What things or, yes. you know. Are, are you fully versed in how to use your online TV board thing? Right. Mm -hmm. And so I did the hand raise. How many of you have a board? And I said, I usually teach these by going over the four different ways of using this. And I did, I, I purposely didn't say, come to me and I'll show you how it works. Because everybody knows how it works. Knows how it works. But I quantified it by saying there's four ways of using this. And of course, that means teachers are going to have to say what? I what didn't know there was four ways. Of, I, oh my God, what am I missing? Yes. Come on into my classroom. And it's these little things that I'm trying. We've been talking about them for the last 222 episodes. And... I'm having fun. That's all I can say. And and I want you know, if, if, and and I'm having fun. I'm in a new position and, and and really enjoying myself there. So I'm having fun with all of that stuff. And you know what, Sue? We're almost ready to launch the brand new Ask the Tech Coach website. That I was showing awesome. it to you earlier. Yeah. Uh, we great guys. It, it's live. You can you can look yeah, at it. You can, you can you can go to teachercast.net and look through it. You can go to askthetechcoach.com and look through it. Um, but I'm not ready to announce it yet. There's still a lot of work that has to happen. But we are totally redesigning logos. We're designing color schemes and color palettes and and all of the canvas stuff is being redone. So 
Lots of stuff that's going to be coming out of here. We're also working on changing things up. If you happen to be looking at your podcast player, noticing that your podcast square image for this episode looks different. I'm doing those two. So we're making sure that every episode is completely branded, both of the rectangle logo and a square graphic. So we're trying to up the value here a little bit. Hope you guys have a good time. All we can ask is to share this episode with your friends, like, and subscribe. I very rarely say go leave us a review somewhere, but, um, you know, find me on LinkedIn, find me on Twitter, hit that subscribe button. Sue, where can we find more about the great things that you're doing in your neck of the woods? Uh, look for me over on Twitter at SV314DWS and over on YouTube under Susan Vincent's Tech Imaginations. And thank you so much for checking out this show. 222 episodes. We're going up into 223 last time I checked. Thank you guys so much for enjoying this show. On behalf of Sue and everybody here on the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you guys to keep up the great work in your classroom and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.